Hi there. Welcome to Ethan and Danny DeVito, my podcast where I talk about my love for Danny DeVito. That's it. That's literally it. Upon making this podcast, which could have been on any topic, I had to make sure it was something I could easily write a 10-minute script for and something that I could entertain an audience with using purely my voice, which I hate. But I'm going to be honest when I say that this is like a hundred percent a cop out because the visual that I'm putting of Danny DeVito in your head, think of him right now, that's that's doing all the heavy lifting. That's doing all the heavy lifting right there. I'm calling this an exclusive podcast as well because I'm not like I, I guarantee this will not survive more than one episode for obvious reasons and because no one no one likes me, though I'd love to make a weekly episode until the day I die. I the world is not ready for that type of groundbreaking media, if I'm going to be honest. Before I get into the star's life, you're probably even thinking, what connection could a 19-year-old possibly have with Danny DeVito, who broke out in the 1970s? First of all, how dare you? But let me ask you this. Isn't everyone in some way spiritually, emotionally connected to this man and in some way in love like I am? I'm kidding and exaggerating, of course, but I genuinely love this actor. Just the thought of his face and his voice and personality and movements gives me so much joy. However, it wasn't always this way because my first encounter with Danny DeVito was in my family's living room at age seven. He stood in the screen of my box television as the character Harry Wormwood in Matilda. He played a mean old dad and I despised him. I really loved Matilda. And at the time, I was, like, ready to do anything for her, and this included fighting Harry. I thought, you know, who is this man? Why is he so small? Why is he so mean to my girl Matilda, who was just trying to read her library books and control things with her mind? But slowly, my hatred for Harry Wormwood and Danny DeVito evolved into love, as I saw him in more films and television shows. As of today, DeVito has amassed a total of 136 credits as an actor, and this includes his work in voice acting for animation and video games as well. 41 credits as a producer, 23 credits as a director, 4 credits as a writer, and get this, 226 credits as himself. He has developed a, a seriously impressive and versatile body of work that spans across the big screen and the stage. Can Danny DeVito get any more iconic? Mm, yes, probably. But for years, I was blind towards this man's impact on the world. And I just found out recently that the movie he stars in, Matilda, he produced and directed it as well. And it's one of my favorite childhood movies. And Rhea Perlman, who plays Mr. Wormwood's wife in Matilda, is Danny DeVito's actual wife. The two met during a 1970 off-Broadway production of The Shrinking Bride. But after knowing each other for only two weeks, they moved in together and eventually married, and are still married today, which is great. They have three children, Lucy, Gracie, and Jake. So basically, this means that there are three people out there in the world who get to utter the sentence, my father is Danny DeVito. Can you believe that? I'm jealous. But instead of, you know, referring to my early life and love for Matilda and my, my jealousy for his children, Let's get into his early life. The actor, who is 74 years old today, was born and raised in New Jersey on November 17th, 1944. Daniel Michael DeVito Jr. is the son to Italian-American parents, and his father was a small business owner 
and his mother was a homemaker. You'd also have to be on crack to think that I wouldn't touch on Danny DeVito's height, one of his most charming features. He had four foot and 10 inches tall. He couldn't slow dance with girls in high school because he didn't want to make them uncomfortable by being at the height of their chest. He mentioned in an interview that he wished he was taller as a kid. And since the world has already beaten the short jokes to death, I'm not going to go there. DeVito has a genetic bone growth disorder called Fairbanks disease, which causes his small stature. He was often a target for neighborhood bullies. So again, no short jokes from me for this king. He acted in high school uh, in a couple of school plays, but never actually saw it as a self-sustaining career. And I guess that comes as no surprise from his Italian-American parents who weren't really involved in the arts. But after graduating, he didn't know what to do with his life. I feel that. But with all this time he had, he took on a job at his older sister's salon to work as a hairdresser with hopes to meet some ladies and find a girlfriend. But after about a year and a half and zero romances later, DeVito needed more from a cosmetics profession. So he signed up for makeup classes at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New York. To get into the program, though, you need to perform a monologue. So he did that. And after receiving, you know, really great feedback and doing really well, he decided to also take on acting classes in addition to the makeup ones. Quickly, thank goodness, he realized his heart was in acting. After graduating from the academy, he spent years working for a theater. DeVito would eventually hop around from Los Angeles to New York, looking for roles and more work as an actor. So there was no immediate success or immediate click for him. But in 1975, his big break came on a film called One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Great film, by the way. From here on out, DeVito would star in popular films and television shows like Batman Returns as the Penguin, Terms of Endearment, The Lorax, and Dumbo, which came out fairly recently, among dozens and dozens more. Still today, like when I see him on my screen, my admiration for him always comes back tenfold. There are no bars to his characters, and you can sense the love he has for his job when you see how much energy and verve he adds. His light has seriously, I don't think, ever wavered or even fizzled all these decades later, which I think is something to really admire. Knowing Danny DeVito also took a gap year from school like me because he didn't know what he was doing with his life also makes me feel a lot better about my life decisions, but thank God I found Krikom. Hello. He let something he loved naturally gravitate towards him. And that is seriously a beautiful thing. It's almost as if it was meant to happen to him and to the world. Because once upon a time, he was directionless after graduating high school. But now, some wouldn't be able to imagine a world without DeVito gracing our silver screens, myself included. I look up to him a lot. Don't make that joke. As I was bullied quite a bit like him as a kid. I wasn't bullied for being short, of course, but for being really flamboyant. That's that's another story. What I What I really enjoy about him, though, is that... He is recognized around the world for the very same thing people bullied him for. Danny DeVito is, you know, a, of course, a culmination of talents beyond his height. But still, he never lets that get in the way of him and his job as he fully embraces who he is. But those are all the thoughts I have for now on the incredible actor. Unless, you know, unless the man himself guests on the next episode... Ethan and Danny DeVito will unfortunately not be coming back, 
But, you know, if your ears are for some reason yearning for me to talk about DeVito's life, you know, down to his favorite toe or salad dressing, <laughs> contact his manager. Maybe you can work something out. You probably won't. Thank you so much for listening. I will be shocked if anyone makes it this far. But Danny DeVito loves you. I love you. I love Danny DeVito. We all love each other. Thank you so much for listening.